95.5 FM and 1450 AM, WPGG Atlantic City, WENJ 97.3, HD3 Millville. Whistleblower gets the spotlight. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. A doctor from the Trump administration who the president calls disgruntled will testify at the House this morning. Dr. Rick Bright warns the U.S. faces its darkest winter in modern history without better planning for the coronavirus pandemic. Bright says he was removed as director of the Biomedical Advanced Research and Development Authority after refusing to promote a potential coronavirus therapy touted by President Trump. Fox's Jared Halpern has 10 states plan to lift more corona restrictions tomorrow. The World Health Organization says the virus may not be going away. Fox's Simon Owen has this live. Dave, the WHO warning against predicting when the coronavirus might disappear. This virus may become just another endemic virus in our communities, and this virus may never go away. The agency's emergencies director, Mike Ryan, saying there's a long way to go in efforts to bring the outbreak under control. And a path towards uh, a, a new normal, as many people have put it, and we're going to be on that pathway for a long, long time. He says the virus might instead take on a status similar to HIV as something the world has come to terms with. Dave? Simon, the judge overseeing Michael Flynn's case is considering perjury charges over the next national security advisor trying to withdraw his guilty plea to lying in the Russia probe. The judge has not yet accepted the Justice Department attempt to drop the case over FBI tactics. This as Republican senators announced the names of Obama administration officials who had requested the unmasking of Flynn's name from intercepts of foreign call surveillance. Then Vice President Biden was among them, and Republicans say it shows Democrats were playing politics with intelligence. The Joe Biden presidential campaign reaction? All Normal procedures were followed. Any suggestion otherwise is a flat-out lie. What's more, it's telling that these documents were selectively leaked by Republicans, abusing their congressional powers to act as arms of the Trump campaign. Fox's Griff Jenkins. America's listening to Fox News. Right now, it feels like the world's standing still. But if you look to the land, it's a whole different story. From farms to backyards, wheels are turning, seeds are being planted. Animals are getting fed, grass is growing, and families are giving their all to the soil. Because no matter how uncertain things get, the land never stops. So to all those linked to the land, John Deere says thank you. We're here for you, because we all run together. Nothing runs like a deer. New York's mayor says he wants to keep the lockdown for months, and some governors agree. As the economy collapses, Newsmax is asking Americans like you when the lockdown should end. You can vote in the Newsmax poll about the lockdowns and President Trump. Just text VIRUS to 39747. That's VIRUS to 39747. And vote instantly. Congress and President Trump need to know your opinion about the lockdowns. Text VIRUS to 39747. And watch Newsmax TV, America's new cable news channel everyone is talking about. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 Weather from Chief Meteorologist Dan Zero. Today's forecast looks pretty good with morning sunshine, then clouds developing across South Jersey this afternoon. High temperature on the mild side, 67 degrees. We'll stay dry during the day. I do have to include a chance for a shower tonight, but it won't be as cold. Low temperature around 59. Tomorrow, warm and windy high soars to 82. With periods of sun and clouds, just watch for a line of evening showers. Still warm on Saturday, partly to mostly cloudy in 74, cooler with some rain on Sunday. I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zero on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Attention salute. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America 
and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. It is four minutes past the hour. Thanks for waking up early in the morning. A very busy morning uh, begins right here, right now, on a very important note. And I, I don't believe I will be able to make this announcement enough times over the next four hours and six minutes. WPG Talk Radio and all of the Town Square Media Atlantic City radio stations, all six, we're asking you, if you are fortunate enough to be able to, to please go to WPGTalkRadio.com or the WPG Radio app and make a donation to the Community Food Bank of New Jersey Southern Branch. What we're doing is, today all six of our Town Square Media radio stations are banding together. We're, we're raising funds. The need is so significant, more than many people know. Because if you're not directly affected, if you still have your paycheck and you're not one of the folks out there that has lost so much, you're blessed and you're one of the few fortunate ones. With give you an example, with each donation of just $20, and I don't know how they do it, but this is the math. With each donation of just $20, the Community Food Bank of New Jersey Southern Branch and we want to emphasize that we're raising funds to keep them right here in Atlantic, Cape May, Cumberland counties. The Hurley in the Morning charity makes a $1,000 contribution each and every year, like clockwork, to the Community Food Bank of New Jersey. And we designate and we, what's the word I'm looking for? We demand that the funds be kept. Look, I want to take care of everybody, but let's take care of home base here. And the funds that we raise through the Hurley in the Morning charity that we donate to the Community Food Bank of New Jersey, we designate that those funds remain in the southern area through the southern branch, Atlantic, Cape May, and Cumberland counties. So if you can make a donation today, this is a one-day radiothon that we're doing. No checks or anything like that. We can't. Ha- I loved it when we could have you drop by, and we'll be able to do it again, just not now. But I loved it when people could come by the studio and bring you on air, and it was so great. But this is all online. We know a lot of people are unemployed or underemployed at the present time, and they're having problems putting food on their table. And we we see the evidence with some of the food pickups that have been done and the miles of lines, and it's just really beyond words. You can make your donation now on the WPG Talk Radio app or at WPGTalkRadio.com. Thank you for helping. WPG and Town Square Media's Feed South Jersey Radiothon. In other news, and there's a lot of it, oh my gosh, I, I, I had like a short circuit trying to put together all of the content that we wanted to share with you this morning. So in no particular order, 
let me just share some great news. A President Trump ally, an ex-Navy pilot, wins the California House seat. Mike Garcia, the media, they're not even covering it, if I'm not mistaken. Now, I was very busy during that last news break. And keep in mind, this is Fox News. I didn't hear anything. Maybe I missed it, but I didn't hear a peep about Mike Garcia winning California's 25th seat. That is the first Republican to flip a seat in the state, not just the district, in the state of California since 1988. A seat in Wisconsin that was Democrat went Republican. The national media, they don't even want you, and especially now for the next five months or so, they don't want you to have the first clue to what's really going on. Let me give you another example. CNN. They are not providing coverage to their own poll. Yes, you heard me. Because in that poll, President Trump leads Joe Biden in Arizona, Colorado, Florida, Georgia, Maine, Michigan, Minnesota, Nevada, New Hampshire, New Mexico, North Carolina, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Virginia, and Wisconsin. Did you hear me? Oh, you didn't hear me. President Trump leads Joe Biden. We're not riding with Biden, I guess. Arizona, Colorado, Florida, Georgia, Maine, Michigan, Minnesota, Nevada, New Hampshire, New Mexico, North Carolina, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Virginia, and Wisconsin. Ladies and gentlemen, let me make this perfectly clear. This is a CNN, a communist, Clinton News Network poll. If President Trump wins all the states that I just mentioned, it's over. Period. No matter what you hear, no matter what pandemic, no matter what collapse, it's over. And CNN, they don't like their poll very much. How about it? And I'm telling you right now, President Trump's numbers are even better than this poll. Because this poll was 1,112 adults. But in the tabulars, I went through them. 1,001 registered voters, not likely voters, which is great news. And 583 of those voters were in the battleground states. So about half the poll. In fact, a little little more than half the poll. Let me say those states one more time. This isn't just like Florida, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Michigan... This is Arizona, Colorado, Florida, Georgia, Maine, Michigan, Minnesota, Nevada, New Hampshire, New Mexico, North Carolina, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Virginia, and Wisconsin. If this holds, this will be an electoral wipeout. But of course, five, six months is an eternity. Oh, but there's more. It's like a, what what are they called? Uh, An infomercial. Is there more? Oh, yes, there's more. And we didn't even lead with this. Finally, after more than three and a half years, we have the complete list of scumbags that unmasked General Michael Flynn. And in just a little bit, I probably won't be able to get to it until after the first break. I'm going to take back everything I said about Judge Emmett Sullivan. 
and I'll back it up in just a little bit. But a newly declassified list of officials, and keep in mind, there I think there's still six or eight or so names that are redacting, redacted. They're probably just intelligence people that aren't part of this um, cabal. But the newly declassified list of officials from the Obama administration, I don't have time to read it to you. I wish I did. But there is a Wall Street Journal article today that every single American should read. While I don't have time to read it to you, I will tell you basically, in this article, they detail every person of note that unmasked General Flynn, including Joe Biden, when they did it. And this is the kind of work that I have so much respect for. They connected dots. They showed what was going on at the time that these scumbags were unmasking General Flynn. For example, on the day that Joe Biden unmasked General Flynn, there was an entire completely fake news Washington Post report about General Flynn and Russia Keep in mind, the unmasking, if you have the authority, is not the crime. The crime is leaking it to the media. If you want an example of what they did, take a police officer that has the ability to do a lookup. That's legal. If there's a lawful purpose for doing the lookup, it's legal. If there's not, then it's not legal. So the people that unmasked, and it's Joe Biden, it's Obama's chief of staff, so you know if it's Obama's chief of staff that he did it for Obama, and a number of other people, James Comey, James Clapper, former United Nations Ambassador Samantha Power, uh, Dennis McDonough, I mentioned, who is Obama's chief of staff, and there's a whole list of people. Finally, after more than three and a half years, it's really closer to four because they were unmasking him. They really got heavy duty into it after President Trump won. That's that's some of what you have to look at. Who was doing what? And they did it right until the end, right before they left office. Now, Joe Biden, it was pretty pretty good timing, actually, when Joe Biden does that interview with George Steffi Stephanopoulos, and he asks him about this, and Joe Biden says, I don't know anything about that. And now, of course, a day later, two days later, it comes out that he unmasked General Flynn. Here's what they're going to be able to do, and I know they're going to be able to do it. they got to pull all these people in, including Biden. I guess I'll have to go to his basement to see him. But they're going to be able to find out who did, they know who did what, and they know when they did it. And now they'll connect the dots as to who leaked. Unmasking for lawful purposes because you have a genuine concern either about a foreign nation that is up to no good. All of that is fine. When you leak 
that unmasked person to the media to then use your political power to do this kind of thing, then it's criminal. Quote, I declassified the enclosed document which I am providing to you for your situational awareness. This was Richard Grinnell, who initially took all of this to the DOJ, and the DOJ, and this was a good call. They did not release it. Because you know what would have happened. It would have been, oh, Trump's, Trump's people, you know, they're, they're politicizing everything. They would, they'd flip it on President Trump. So then Grinnell gave it to Senator Chuck Grassley of Iowa and Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin. They are legitimately involved in efforts to get at the origins of this whole FBI probe into Russian interference in the 2016 elections. They made these um, declassified documents and these people that did it, the unmasking, they made it all public, as you know by now, yesterday. The document states that the individuals listed, quote, may have received Lieutenant General Flynn's identity in response to a request processed between 8 November 2016 and 31 January 2017 to unmask an identity that had been generically referred to in an NSA foreign intelligence report. It continues, quote, each individual was an authorized recipient of the original report, and the unmasking was approved through the NSA's standard process, which includes a review of the justification for the request. Only certain personnel are authorized to submit unmasking requests into the NSA system. In this case, 16 authorized individuals requested unmasking for, and it's redacted, different NSA intelligence reports for select identified principles. It also states, quote, while the principles are identified below, we cannot confirm they saw the unmasked information. The response does not include any requests outside of the specified time frame. So that's a good point. They probably did it a whole lot of other times. More on this. After this brief timeout, it's 18 minutes past the hour. And a reminder, if your heart and your purse strings permit, if you have the opportunity to make a donation through the WPG app or at WPGTalkRadio.com, and you'll see it right there. It'll be very simple to navigate. Uh, I looked into it. I'm told that it's very secure. Because I said, you know, in the past we had a lot of people pay by check and brought it in and we did it like that. Uh, this has been promised to be a very secure way of doing it through the uh, app and the website, WPGTalkRadio.com, WPGTalkRadio app. And remember, whatever you're in a position to contribute will make a big, big difference. And we're keeping the funds right here at home in Atlantic, Cape May and Cumberland counties were raising funds today. Town Square Media, all six 
of our radio stations with the community partnering with the Community Food Bank of New Jersey Southern Branch. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Fox News commentary. New York State makes a policy change. Finally. More next. This is a last chance alert. It's happening. Publishers Clearinghouse is ready to award $5,000 a week for life in just days. Enter now at pch.com and you could win $5,000 a week, week after week, for life. Don't miss this last chance to win $5,000 a week for life on June 30th. Enter at pch.com before it's too late. That's pch.com. Better hurry if you want the next big winner to be you. Enter now at pch.com. Entries due 625. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. The press has piled on President Trump and red state governors throughout the coronavirus crisis, but they've largely applauded Andrew Cuomo, the Democratic governor of New York. This despite some very serious policy problems in the Empire State, including the fact that they didn't wash the New York City subway system and their policies on nursing homes that have become epicenters of death during this virus. Finally, Governor Cuomo announced that workers must be routinely screened and tightened up policies that allowed COVID-positive people to enter nursing homes, which has had devastating devastating consequences. I guess better late than never, but these are glaring problems that took months to identify and correct. Meanwhile, Florida, where Governor Ron DeSantis, a Republican, has endured a lot of press criticism, has far fewer total deaths in their state than just the number of nursing home deaths in the state of New York. Let's see if journalists might be bothered to ask some tough questions of Governor Cuomo. That's your Fox News commentary. Prohibited. For the latest coronavirus news, open the WPG Talk Radio app now. Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Hey, thanks very much. 23 minutes past the hour. Thanks for waking up early in the morning. A lot more content that I want to share with you. Citizen Seth Grossman at 7.04. He will be joining us. Uh, I know that he wants to talk about the, um, the situation involving the person that was, some people look at it as murdered, uh, pretty involved. And for months, nothing at all was going to happen, it seems. It was considered justifiable, and a video pops up, and then suddenly, within 24 or 48 hours, two people are charged. So Seth will be talking about that. John Zarek at 8. This is a real treat. Tell me you remember Bill Boggs, four-time Emmy Award winner on Fox Philadelphia, television talk show host legend of the Delaware Valley and he has a brand new book that we're going to be reviewing this morning at 904 and then 935 until 1006 wide open forum all right this would have been the lead story uh, but I purposely held it back number one I wanted to promote the town square media community food bank of New Jersey southern branch partnership that we're doing today we we've set a six-station goal of raising $10,000 should be very doable when you spread it out over all the listeners of all six of our radio stations and the fact that every dollar provides three meals. I Honestly, I don't even understand the math. I, I wish that was the way it was for, for always because, my gosh, that's beautiful. So if you donate $20, you're going to provide... 60 meals, 6-0, 60 meals to those in need right now. So even though the Hurley in the Morning charity is going to pony up uh, a gee whiz, uh, we're going to step up 
I'll probably do, do mine during a break. Well, in fact, I'll have to probably do it when I get home. But we'll, we'll make a contribution as well because I just, I just feel like, my goodness, I mean, if you, if you, if you can give $100, just times it by three. That's 300 meals. So we can really make a difference with a little bit. We can make a difference for a whole lot of people. WPGtalkradio.com or the WPG app, and you'll see it. It can't be missed. I just checked it out myself. Easy to do. You just navigate right through it, and you can really help. Okay, I opened the program. I guess a listener didn't tune in at the very beginning because a listener asked me to please bring this up. Like he, he must be suffering from some kind of um, irrational exuberance or possibly even xenophobic hysteria to, to think I wouldn't mention it. So I have time to open it, and then I'm going to need a little bit after the bottom of the hour break to do justice to it because this person obviously missed my comment at the beginning of the program when I said everything I've ever said about federal judge Emmett Sullivan I hereby take back. What this person is doing is so reprehensible, so disgusting. He's revictimizing a victim. It's unprecedented. The United States government is saying we don't have a case. We misbehaved and we are dropping everything. Judge Sullivan, it's, I, I guess it's not absolutely unprecedented, but is extremely rare, and I couldn't find it ever being done before. He is actually welcoming outside parties who have nothing to do with this. And the person he picked in particular wrote an op-ed two days ago, and it sheds all the light you ever need to know that there is a swamp that these, these conspirators are disgusting. All Judge Sullivan was required to do was to sign a document that was prepared for him that would have ended the matter completely, would have helped to begin the process of giving an innocent person... This is Judges are supposed to be about the rule of law, and they're supposed to not be in the business of re-victimizing victims. Now check this out. And if you get a moment, I don't have time to do justice to this guy, but do a little homework on John Gleason. John Gleason once served as a U.S. District Judge for the Eastern District of New York and Chief of the Criminal Division in the U.S. Attorney's Office in that district. And I will tell you, one of the greatest things that will ultimately come out of all of what's been done during President Trump's first term, a lot of really bad actors that have had tremendous power at very high levels have and will continue to be exposed. So do you think it's a coincidence? You know I don't believe in coincidences. You know that. Federal Judge Emmett Sullivan picks this guy, John Gleason, out of the peanut gallery. And get, get ready for this. Hi, hi, John. I want you to argue. Get ready. 
because this is absolutely preposterous, as to whether or not Flynn should be subject to a contempt hearing because he claimed to be innocent of a crime for which he'd previously pleaded guilty. This was my nightmare scenario. I only floated it a handful of times. I said, we live in bizarro world. If you remember me saying this, I swear to you, I don't make stuff up. But I also will admit, I only said it a few times. But I vividly remember saying almost verbatim, we live in bizarro world. What would happen if an unscrupulous judge, and I remember saying, I don't think it's going to happen in this case, but what would happen if an unscrupulous judge said, uh-oh, you can't take that back because you stood and pled under oath that you did it, and now you're saying you didn't do it, so we should consider filing perjury charges against you. I have more on this after the break. 30 minutes past the hour. Yes, this is where we are. A federal judge who could have ended all of this. Newt Gingrich was brilliant on this. He basically said, the government has said we're dropping all the charges and we're not prosecuting this. And here is a judge that's saying we're going to prosecute this. You don't. You don't ever see this, but keep in mind, we've never lived through a three- to four-year period like we're going through now. We'll be back in just a little bit. Thanks for waking up early in the morning. Much more on this, because this this is about as sick as it gets. So now Flynn is, whether Sidney Powell is going to continue to do it for nothing or not, but hypothetically, Flynn is going to have much more expense, much more angst, you know how they work. This guy will give plenty of time for uh, Gleason to submit his brief, and they'll probably want to interview witnesses and then set this and then ultimately set the trial date. I mean, this could, they could make this go on through the election, which I believe is the whole point. We'll be back. Hey, Sean Hannity here, encouraging you all to stay up to the minute on all the information on the coronavirus pandemic with your local health professionals and most of all, listening to this great radio station. By staying informed, we will stop the spread of coronavirus. Your home for Hurley in the Morning and me, Sean Hannity, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5 FM, 1450 AM. Catch Bill O'Reilly and the O'Reilly Update tonight at 7.58, 8.58, and 9.58. Now, Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Hey, thanks very much. 36 minutes past the hour. So let me let me get this in because we're, we're going to get real busy for the rest of the morning. And I spent many hours putting together some cogent thoughts on what's going on here. And I also gave thought to... What should President Trump do about this? If he intervenes and just pardons Flynn, then the crazies go absolutely bananas. But you know what? It's the right thing to do. 
they're abusing Flynn. They're abusing our system. These 2,000 former department officials who all decided, hey, it's us again, all coming out asking for William Barr to resign. There is an absolute coup that's going on. I think President Trump should just pardon Flynn, give a press conference and say, this is enough. This, this great man that, that served our country for 32 years does not deserve to be put through this all because of me, meaning Trump. That's what this is. This is never about Flynn. If you listen to KT, KT McFarland and others, this was about taking Trump down. And then what Trump could do is say, look, I'm not allowing this injustice to continue for another day. This has been going on since before I became president. Uh, they're behaving like like the mob, and I'm ending this right now. I'll take whatever heat comes my way, but this should not be continuing. The government is not even pursuing criminal charges, and yet this judge is trying to create new ones. Yes, in case you didn't know this, the president can pardon someone even in advance well, wait a minute. What's he parting him for? He's just having Gleason come in and make the case. Look, when you have third parties being invited in to make the case, for if the judge wants to charge, he's the trial judge. If he wants to charge General Flynn with perjury, then he should do it. What's with this? Get another guy and ask for briefs. And I understand... Some people submitted friend of the court briefs, and Judge Sullivan would not accept them. They were people supporting General Flynn. I don't know if he's going to do it. My gut tells me he probably won't, but he should. The president should intervene, and yes, you can pardon someone retroactively. Uh, in fact, uh, Gerald Ford, and it cost him the presidency probably, pardon Richard Nixon in advance. There was never anything anybody could bring up because President Ford gave him a pardon that covered anything involving all of the, the Watergate stuff. This should be ended. It's a disgrace. Newt Gingrich, who is utterly brilliant, I think he's still in Italy, can't get out. Newt Gingrich said, quote, if the Justice Department comes in and says we are not going to prosecute this, what are the grounds for the judge saying, I don't care, I want you to prosecute, even if you have decided you can't prosecute? Quote, this is one more old boy example of trying to do something to cause pain to somebody that Barack Obama disliked deeply. Quote, the fact is, that I think General Flynn, after all of his years of serving the country and risking his life, deserves a heck of a lot better treatment than he has been given either by the FBI, President Obama, or this judge. This is why I would pardon Flynn immediately, short circus, this asshat judge, Democrat in a robe, and then say we need to prosecute the wrongdoers 
And Republicans have asked, they're getting no coverage about it, but they have asked for James Clapper, James Comey, to appear before Congress. We want to find out who committed perjury regarding a briefing. If we're going to talk about perjury, let's talk about perjury and this gang, because there was a briefing with President Barack Obama about a call between General Michael Flynn and a Russian ambassador. Quote, you don't have to be a senior at City College to realize one of them is lying. Senator John Kennedy from Louisiana. Quote, I think we ought to call them both back in and ask them, which one of you guys is lying to Congress? Quote, if you lie to Congress, it's supposed to be a felony. Senator Lindsey Graham, Senate Judiciary Committee Chairman, said he is planning to hold hearings about a January 5, 2017 meeting at the White House where Obama shocked then-Deputy Attorney General Sally Yates, who was in charge at the Justice Department. He told her about two December 2016 calls before Flynn, who helped to transition President Tr Donald Trump into his role, and Sergei Kislyak, who was the Russian ambassador at the time. Quote, We'll have hearings about the January 5 meeting, Lindsey Graham said. He added, Comey and Clapper would, quote, definitely be invited. Quote, it is important, but they shouldn't be invited. They should be subpoenaed. And Lindsey Graham, the boy who cried wolf, if, if he does it again, if he says, we're having hearings, and then think how many times we're going to have hearings, but we never have hearings, people are running out of patience with him. Quote, it is important for John Durham's team to get to the bottom of this discrepancy between Clapper and Comey's accounts to Congress, Representative Lee Zeldin of New York said. Quote, one of them wasn't telling the truth, and last I checked, lying to Congress was a federal crime. So that's basically where this stands. This, this Emmett Sullivan has exceeded my almost every expectation with respect to creating a whole nother piece of litigation. Imagine knowing that the government misbehaved and that William Barr had the courage to expose it and to say we're dropping these charges because they never should have been filed in the first place. And then this judge says what was my nightmare scenario that he's going to have an outside person this Gleason character make the case what do you think you know he's going to make the case read his op-ed piece from two or three days ago you know he's going to make the case that Flynn should be charged with perjury now keep in mind and I always worried about this when an innocent person pleads guilty to something they didn't do, he did commit perjury because he he didn't do anything wrong. But they they destroyed him, broke him financially, threatened to incarcerate his son, and I'm sure that he just couldn't take it anymore. All right, I'll, I'll just plead to this one thing. Okay. And he just did it. Then you stand before the judge, and the judge asks you, did you do it? 
Yes, I did, Your Honor. I plead guilty. Do you know what you're pleading guilty to? Yes, I do. Now, I'm always a believer. Some would call it um, when a jury hears all the facts and somebody absolutely did what is alleged, but they look at other mitigating factors. Maybe it's a dad standing on trial because he murdered the person that tortured and raped his little girl. Guess what? If I'm on a jury, not guilty. Every time, not guilty. Wait a minute, you, did you hear the evidence? Yes. I heard the evidence. Yes. Not guilty. It's called jury nullification, and if you don't believe it exists, then you're in fantasy land, because it does exist. People that have done things have gotten off. People that haven't done things have been convicted. Nullification can work both ways. You can hear evidence and somebody's completely innocent, but they're just not be one they might not be one of the beautiful people. They might not be one of the one of the in crowd. They might be like a scooter Libby or a Roger Stone. Guilty. So I always worried, and I said to you out loud that this is a problem someday if Flynn ever wanted to take this back because he wasn't guilty, but that he pled that he was. But that's when a good judge just knows it's like a it's like a bad Emmett Sullivan is like a bad official. He's like that bad referee that over officiates, makes the game about him, winds up having to throw technical fouls all over the place because they're the one that's lost control of the game and just over officiates and calls too many fouls and, and just involves themselves you see it in NFL games as well, where the officials become the game and, and the story. It's the worst. Best officiated games, you don't even know who's roughing the game, and you don't even think about them. Good officials let players play. Just let them play. Administer the rules of the game that you have to, but don't over-officiate. I used to teach the class of incoming basketball referees, and one of the things that I couldn't say enough was don't over-officiate. You only get yourself in trouble. You'll get a bad reputation. Uh, the fans won't like you. The game won't like you. Coaches won't like you. Don't over-officiate. Emmett Sullivan is over-officiating here. He's in search now of a crime. Hey, wait a minute. I don't have the courage to do it. But I'll go get this guy Gleason and ask you to submit a friend of the court brief making the case that General Flynn committed perjury. What a crock. What a complete injustice. The whole truth has come out. How corrupt what they did. Abuses with the FISA court. Abuses with the, the wiretapping of Americans. And then revealing that information to the media purely for political reasons to hamper the incoming administration that you're opposed to. And now this federal judge is going to put General Flynn through a whole new... Understand something here. This isn't just he's reviewing whether to sign 
this dismissal, I hope I've made myself clear here, this is a whole new case of possibly charging General Flynn with perjury. And truth be told, I believe he did commit perjury, but it's defendable. It's a it's a hangover from the first injustice. So when you write the injustice, then all of it should be swept away. But this judge, in my estimation, is a Democrat political judge. No Democrat would be treated by Emmett Sullivan this way. I have no doubt about that. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and on the WPG Talk Radio app. Information. Sean Hannity, this afternoon at 3. Now, early in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Hey, thanks very much. Welcome back. It is early in the morning and a reminder uh, throughout the day, if you're in a position to do so, WPG and our other five radio stations here at Town Square Media, Atlantic City. We are partnering with the Community Food Bank of New Jersey, specifically Southern Branch, helping people right here in Atlantic, Cape May, and Cumberland counties. And we're asking that asking if that you are fortunate enough to be able to do so. If you could go to either the app, the WPG app, or WPGTalkRadio.com and make a donation to the Community Food Bank of New Jersey Southern Branch, Every dollar that you contribute provides three meals. I know it sounds fantastical, but that's the math. For just $20, the Community Food Bank of New Jersey's Southern Branch can provide 60 meals to those in need right here in Atlantic, Cape May, and Cumberland Counties. And let me impress upon you that if you're one of the fortunate ones that your refrigerator your freezer is full, maybe you even have an extra freezer and refrigerator in your garage, and that's full, and you're making orders to just replenish your stock, there are people that we know right here in our communities who are hungry right now that will wait hours and hours and hours. Do you remember when I told you last week, this was about four hours before the Local 54 and Community Food Bank of New Jersey food drive was going to open. This was for local 54 Unite Here local 54 employees who have not yet received any benefits. Keep in mind, and I'm telling you, I get the messages every single day. People asking me to help. Can you put me in contact with Jeff Andrew? Can you put me in contact with Chris Brown? Can you put me in contact with Michael Testa? There are people that have still not received their federal stimulus check or any unemployment whatsoever. We are in week seven of this whole shutdown thing. Think about not having any revenue coming in for seven weeks. That's why people are waiting in three-mile-long lines and coming four and five and six hours before a food drive even opens. So for a little bit, you can really help a lot. $20, whatever, whatever you can do. And you can do it right at WPGTalkRadio.com or right on the WPG app. And again, every dollar provides three meals. So that's extraordinary. In the minutes that I have, I want to share with you a little bit about this um, John Gleason. He wrote a piece, and I'm going to read some of it to you. 
just two days before he was named, I don't even know what to call this guy, a special master, um, su- Superman, I, I don't Batman, I, I don't know what, what to call this guy, but Emmett Sullivan picked him to submit a brief to the court to make the case. You ever hear of anything like this being done? that General Flynn should be charged with perjury. In other words, ha, 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 screw you. You're not going to prosecute him for the crime he pled guilty to? I'm going to then charge him with a new crime because he said he was guilty of it, and now he says he's not guilty of it, and so he committed perjury. This is sick. If I'm Flynn, I don't talk again. If they call him before that court, just take the fifth. Don't even talk to these people. Hopefully, President Trump will just end it, which is what he should do, because there, there's no end. They'll, they'll just keep coming at Flynn until you take this completely out of play. I wanted it to go this way without a pardon, because being vindicated that way is better. The government admitting that they abuse someone and that they're throwing it all out and not pursuing prosecution even after a guilty plea? Think about that. That's extraordinary. That's how wrong they were. Don't let the other side tell you how everything was done right and he pled guilty and all these things. Because, listen, this is how the Gleasons of the world look at this. Chuck Schumer's, so on and so forth. Gleason wrote, quote, Flynn's guilt. Now, now understand, this guy already knows Flynn's guilty, and he's the guy being picked to come in and do this. Flynn's guilt, quote, has already been adjudicated, Gleason wrote in the op-ed, and he wrote it with um, fellow partners of his, David O'Neill and Marshall Miller, both former high-ranking Justice Department officials. Quote, so if the court finds dismissal would result in a miscarriage of justice, It can deny the motion, refuse to permit withdrawal of the guilty plea, and proceed to sentencing. Isn't this a great guy? Now, this is the way he feels about something that was completely unjust and that the government does not even want to continue to do with. This doesn't have anything to do with the fact that two days later, he's picked to now make the case to charge Flynn with something new. So why don't you sentence him for that, put him in jail because you're letting everybody else out of jail, put him in jail, but then charge him with perjury on top of that. The piece also suggested the purported reasons for the dismissal, quote, clash not only with the department's previous arguments in the Flynn's case, yeah, that, yeah, it did, but that was before the truth came out, where it assured the court of an important federal interest in punishing Flynn's dishonesty, an interest in it now dismisses as insubstantial but also with arguments it has routinely made for years in similar cases not involving defendants close to the president that's a red herring quote and all of this followed a similarly troubled reversal also preceded by the withdrawal of career prosecutors in the sentencing of roger stone quote end quote what do you do when the the supposed good guys are actually the bad guys sick truly sick 
All right, Seth Grossman is on deck in four minutes. John Zarek at eight. The four-time Emmy Award-winning television talk show host. He's actually the original executive producer for the Morton Downey Jr. show. That show was was crazy. Crazy good in a way, too, but crazy. Bill Boggs, coming up later. 95.5 FM and 1450 AM, WPGG Atlantic City, WENJ 97.3 HD3 Millville. Ten more states ready to lift restrictions tomorrow. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. But in Wisconsin, the Supreme Court's ruled the governor overstepped his authority, keeping his stay-home order in place till May 26, reducing it by six days, ordering the governor and lawmakers to work out a new plan. We are going to build our our economy back bigger than ever, but with all of that debt, you can never replace what's taken. And President Trump told Fox Business this morning he disagrees with Task Force Dr. Anthony Fauci on being cautious and letting kids back to class this fall. I think that we have to open our schools. Young people are very little affected by this. A doctor in the Trump administration, another one who was reassigned, then blew the whistle, will testify this morning in the House. Fox's Rachel Sutherland has more live. Dave, the darkest winter in modern history could be coming. That warning expected from Dr. Rick Bright, who was removed from the agency overseeing the development of a coronavirus vaccine. In prepared remarks for a House Energy and Commerce subcommittee, Bright said the federal government doesn't develop a coordinated response. The pandemic will get far worse, causing unprecedented illness and fatalities. Bright has claimed his early warnings about the coronavirus went unheeded. President Trump has said Dr. Bright is a disgruntled employee. Dave. Rachel, the stock trade several senators made are under scrutiny behind the coronavirus outbreak. And the chairman of the Intelligence Committee, Richard Burr, a Republican, reportedly surrendered his cell phone to investigators last night. Republican Senator Ron Johnson's declassified Obama administration officials who unmasked an American caught up in foreign surveillance. Michael Flynn, the ex-national security advisor, pleaded guilty to lying in the Russia probe, which he is trying to withdraw now. It is outrageous what the Obama administration and, and uh, members of it high up in the administration were doing toward you know, during the election, toward the tail end of their administration. Now, the Biden campaign put out a statement saying the info was selectively leaked and it's Republicans grossly politicizing intelligence. America's listening to Fox News. Right now, it feels like the world's standing still. But if you look to the land, it's a whole different story. From farms to backyards, wheels are turning, seeds are being planted, animals are getting fed, grass is growing and families are giving their all to the soil because no matter how uncertain things get the land never stops so to all those linked to the land john deere says thank you we're here for you because we all run together nothing runs like a deer New York's mayor says he wants to keep the lockdown for months, and some governors agree. As the economy collapses, Newsmax is asking Americans like you when the lockdown should end. You can vote in the Newsmax poll about the lockdowns and President Trump. Just text VIRUS to 39747. That's VIRUS to 39747. And vote instantly. Congress and President Trump need to know your opinion about the lockdowns. Text VIRUS to 39747. And watch Newsmax TV, America's new cable news channel everyone is talking about. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 Weather from Chief Meteorologist Dan Zero. 
Today's forecast looks pretty good with morning sunshine, then clouds developing across South Jersey this afternoon. High temperature on the mild side, 67 degrees. We'll stay dry during the day. I do have to include a chance for a shower tonight, but it won't be as cold. Low temperature around 59. Tomorrow, warm and windy high soars to 82. With periods of sun and clouds, just watch for a line of evening showers. Still warm on Saturday, partly to mostly cloudy and 74. Cooler with some rain on Sunday. I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zarrow on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Now, more than